In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. When we went to New York City and you doggedly found where Lynn Manuel. Miranda. Miranda. Because we got to talk to him and he, when he well, was. Well, I saw him first because I wanted to kind of warn him about you. Daddy. What? I didn't want him to think. Did you that talk you... to him before? I. Did you? No. Okay. Because listen. Oh my God. Listen. I was about to, and your mother made a beeline, and she gave me that face. Oh, my God. <laughs> what were you, you going to say? He, Tell us the pitch that you were going to give. The pitch that I was going to give him was, uh, look, I have a daughter who is crazy. That's about not your, that. I was, I was gonna, She's crazy about your work. And I have a daughter listen, who's listen, crazy. Listen, crazy about, about your, your work. work. And then, and then. Oh my goodness. Hello everyone. Welcome. Welcome because today is an incredibly special, special episode. Yeah. You can already tell from the title, and if you're watching, you can already tell from the visuals. Yes! Our dearest father, Andre Lemoyne Miller, is in the studio is today. Is in the studio in the living room. Trying to keep shit chaotic. Yes! 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 Yeah. How, how are you, Daddy? I am wonderful now. I love this. I love this. I've and been waiting on this for a while. Me Daddy's too. Here. Me too. All the way from Orange Mound, Memphis, Tennessee. Yep. That's right. And he's wearing the shirt to go with it. Courtesy of Boom, Maurice Jones Sr. Shout out. Shout out, Boom. Shout out, Boom. A5. Oh. I was about to yeah. do it, but then I was like, that's actually, I'm not allowed right. to. I will have to headbutt you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so what people don't know, or maybe they do know because of us talking, is that all of our chaos comes from our parents. 
Yes. Yes. And, and the, like, what has it been? Like 12 hours that you've been in town. Yeah. I've, 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 I've really felt the energy heighten the chaotic the energy chaos. in it yeah. i'm like oh like i'm like oh this is why i am like chaos the way i am like, yes this with, is the yeah. reason you were born on october 31st which is halloween and i feel like that really gives something to you because yeah. halloween, halloween scorpio is a really big holiday for fandoms because yeah. you can now just dress up as like anything that you want yeah i don't inspire. think i ever grew up from uh, or grew out of uh the whole halloween thing um no no that's no. right that, that's my that's my day and as as a scorpio i'm i'm gonna gonna soak all that up every single halloween daddy what do you dress as i either dress as darth vader or a dark lord of the sith and, and when did this start? And tell us the story. Um, it started when I was able to actually buy my own costumes or make my own costumes, go out and get the stuff to make my own costumes. Because as a child, we were impoverished. Mm -hmm. And I think one time I went as a, this is so uh, self-loathing, I went as a, a, a African man with a grass skirt and a wig and... <laughs> I think they painted stuff on my face. Oh, and I was oh like, no. And I, that's all I had on. I was like, no, no shoes. And, and it's like, oh, my God. But weren't you at a, weren't you, weren't you at a, like, a predominantly black school? It was all black school. Okay, well, we at least one it white wasn't. Kid there, well, yeah, Jerry at least Cunningham. it wasn't in front of white kids. Uh, no. no <laughs> but that's no. just like, that's just um, our own culture just being, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Unhealed. That's but yeah, good. when I started uh, dressing up as Darth Vader, is it was when I could uh, actually. Uh, you know, pour money into my own passions. I remember I, you taking this on as a project. Me too. Like, I feel like what is he doing? Oh, yeah. He must have been like. So I feel like I was like in third grade. That yeah, because yeah, it was third grade. You yeah. were in third grade, yeah. Because I by that time I was um, teaching religion, right? And so we were moving into Hinduism, all of the Far East religions, right? And since uh, Star Wars picked a lot of that stuff uh, they, they did a lot of christology of course mm. but he ciphered a lot of those eastern religions samurai uh, yeah like darth yeah, vader is right. a samurai he's, a, he's literally a samurai oh, yeah. yeah and um george lucas loved he, akira kurosawa he, yeah, he was obsessed yeah. with him talk about fangirling yeah, oh right yeah, well. yeah he, he definitely did and so when i was going to introduce the uh the 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 section i was like what can i do to grab them you know <laughs> oh my a, god wait genius. you did this I is did why? This all as a lesson plan i never knew that this I is the reason that either yeah, i did all this as a lesson plan and i started um you know fabricating a darth vader suit on my own you know yes i i, I yeah it was from the only scratch. Thing that I boxes bought, and knobs yeah, the only thing that i actually bought was the the headgear. Yeah. Because it yep. was one of these little cheap uh plastic headgear things that went with uh it was the it was the best I had ever seen. Yeah, yeah, moment. it came with but the sound box. Yeah, it came with a sound box and all that kind of stuff. But I did the rest of the costume myself and the shoulders. The kids, yeah, the students thought I was insane. Of course. What was they their did. reaction? Of course. They, you, so you, exactly you walked into the school Joe, like uh, this? Joe Where did uh, you walk into class like this? Did you change at school? There were two students. Were uh, they scared? That I had. No, they thought I was insane. <laughs> I came into the classroom and uh, I think it was Joe or the other kid. He said, 
Mr. Miller is insane. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, you so yeah, you started collecting like the the lightsabers. The lightsabers. I got a, I have a dark Jedi. I even have your stepmom uh, dressing up as a little cute little Wookiee on. Oh, Sadia. Yeah, that's Aww. so cute. Hey, Sadia. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Star Wars came uh, out in '77, and um, everyone that I uh, knew. Uh, was hooked on Eva Knievel at that time, and then Star Wars came out, um, and oh. it blew everybody's mind. How old were you? I had to be between ten and eleven, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's a really intense age Good for Lord. that. No, ten or eleven. Oh my. Yeah. God. That's how old it I was when High School Musical came out. Always making sense. Yeah. Oh my God. You don't know the power of the dark side. I was drawing a lot of uh, of. Darth Vader and, uh, you know, Star Wars stuff. And by that time, when Empire Strikes Back, I had met my be then best friend, Chuck. And he shout and out I, Chuck. Shout out Chuck. Uh, what up, Chuck? And we just, you know, would do like fan stories. It was um, Star Wars was one of them. Conan the Barbarian was another. We would go up to our local comic book store and we would buy the next issue of whatever it was and we'd bike back to his house make these super fat thick jelly uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and he made the best I mean the absolute best grape Kool-Aid in the world oh my goodness and we would sit and just be quiet and we would read until we were both finished and by that time his mom and dad had come home and it was time for me to go and you know we do it all over again the next week, the next weekend, the next Friday. We were nerds. We, not nerds. We were geeks. You want to go top five with honorable mentions? Let's yes. do it. Okay. Number five is Elf Quest. What's that? It is a graphic novel by Richard and Winnie Penny. I still have the original um, set. Um, there, I think they're worth a lot of money because they're in pretty good shape. Number four is and will always be school days. Okay, okay. okay number three, two, and one. <laughs> All right, number Just list three them, list them. is the man himself, Jean Michel Basquiat. As All an right. artist. All, All right. right. Number two is, and this is going to shock everybody, they think it's number one, but Star Wars okay. is number two. Okay. Because. 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 And only because my number one is the one and only Prince Roger Nelson himself. May okay. he rest in peace. May, May he rest in peace. When Prince passed away in 2016, um, I was at like a senior retreat and um, my well, my classmates said, like I was sitting at, at, my, at a table and my classmate said, oh my God, Prince died. And I go, What? Like, I was just, like, having a good time, and I was like, what? And I got up, and I ran over to the black table because at my school there was a black table. And I said, y'all, Prince died. And they said, what? I said, yes, I'm going to go call my father. Yes. And, and y'all call yours, too. And I said, everybody, don't check in on the parents. And I called Daddy, and I said, Daddy, how are you doing? Are you doing okay? And I said. And Daddy said. I don't. No. Oh, my God. And Daddy left school. When you asked me, was I all right? And I, I said, I don't know. And I literally 
literally at that time <sighs> I did not honestly know how I felt. That's horrible. And I was I had walked I, I'd heard I just heard that he passed and I walked out of the school building uh uh in front of the school and there was this bench and there was nobody out there. It was at lunchtime. There was nobody out there. I sat down and I was there by myself with just the rest of creation all around me and I felt really literally all alone mm. and I I felt all of these uh this this these feelings of grief and abandonment and loss and all that and when you call that's when the waterworks started and you said you said uh are you okay and I said I don't know and then the very next sentence we it wasn't a long conversation the very next sentence was it's going to be okay. Go home, get in the bed and take a nap. You'll be okay. And I literally burst into tears and said, okay. And I went home. I went back into the uh, school and I told the lady at the front, and I said, tell them that I am going home and I'll be back tomorrow. And I went home, got in the bed, did exactly what you said, and I cried myself to sleep. Oh. Because I was, I was, didn't believe it. I didn't want to believe it. And, you know, for, for someone to mean that much to you and you didn't really know that they meant that much to you um, was kind of odd with me because I'm like, I grew up in Orange Mound and we didn't really do that we didn't you know we liked our the people that we liked. we were fans of the people we liked. but you know I grew up and you know you think of yourself as a man's man and and, and then mm-hmm. when Prince died I was like where is all this coming from mm. and I'm telling you Whoa. the following uh days when we were putting on you know like events uh to honor him I I completely lost it. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't hear his music without crying. So oh my god! I mean that it wasn't a surprise to me at all because of how you talked about Prince, mm-hmm. listened to Prince the you entire were in a, time. A Prince um, that, tribute band as as well, the lead singer. It was not necessarily a tribute band. It's just we found ourselves playing anything that came out of Minneapolis. Oh yeah, I mean we could play heavy metal, we could play anything that mm-hmm. we wanted to, but we just found ourselves playing everything that Prince produced. What was it like when you first heard Prince? Like, how old were you? <sighs> Again, I was. Let's see, his first album was in '78, so it was right after I, I was introduced to Star Wars, mm. and oh, I whoa. didn't know who Prince was because he was literally the newcomer on the block, mm. and all I know. No, is is when I went into the record store, record store to buy my first album with money that I had, I saw this huge afro with a star, like highlight coming off of his eye, and I was like, I'm gonna buy that. I bought his album sight unseen, sight. I mean, uh, without listening to it, not sight unseen. Oh my lord! Uh, I, I bought uh, his album. I didn't have to hear anything i just saw the aesthetics and the aesthetics of it you know because i'm you know naturally you know attracted to certain certain balances it called you yeah it called me actually and when i first put on the first song it was this acapella song and i was like wait a minute what is this i've never heard anything like this before 
mm. and it was for What's you. What's it the called? Name of the, okay. the name of the song was For You. It's the name of the album. And it was all acapella, and it was really quick. And I was like, what in the world did I just listen to? Mm -hmm. And then it went into this jazzy type thing, and I was always into different kinds of music. My dad was into, you know, things like um, anything coming out of Motown and and uh, anything coming out of Stax. Mm -hmm. But he was also a Lionel Hampton uh, um, fan, and he also, you know, loved uh, James Brown and, and things of that nature. So he was all over the place with his music, his musicology. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I heard the first, um, the first track in love, I was like, you know, this is, this is different, but I like it. Mm -hmm. And then the very next song, the third song, he went right into it with this, this like that at the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. And the synthesizers were banging. That's the bass. If you don't know what that is, when you see, when you see me do that, I'm, I'm popping the bass. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it was very funky, and it was uh, soft and wet. So I heard soft and wet before it was actually a single. Before, oh. it, And that was his first single that didn't do so well uh, on the charts. Uh, but it did very well in Orange Mound. Oh, wow. Mm. All the kids heard Soft and Wet when it was released a couple of months later, and we were all over that. Oh, my goodness. We were all over that. But I, I had heard it, and I was, like, kind of thumping my chest because I, I had heard the song before everybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, I would always pride myself. I knew about Prince before anybody in the school. Oh, know, my gosh. And so yeah. he You're came an out OG with Prince fan. Album. Yeah, I'm OG. OG Prince fan. And, That's, this um, is where we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the 80s versions Everything of like finding as much yeah. content as you can mm -hmm. on some on one thing, like what? honing in right. on one thing and right. being like, let me get all of this. Yeah. And the thing that really bothers me about um, the way my generation rags on people like Justin Bieber and and uh, people in that uh, orbit. Um, one Direction. Yeah, one one direction, direction, Five Sauce, all those guys. Um, they rag on them, but I'm like, we did the same thing with Michael Jackson and them. And then they get into this, well, Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five were this, that, and the other. I was like, have you actually gone to see these guys play right. their own music and sing? Yeah. I don't think you have. These guys can actually play their own music and they can actually sing. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that's the way the Jackson Five actually started off. Right. The Osmond Brothers, the Jackson, mm -hmm. Jackson Five, they were pop. They were bubblegum pop mm -hmm. right. stars. Mm -hmm. New know, edition. Yeah. And yeah, and, oh. and especially new edition. Penny girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my world. Yeah. So sweet. You're special treat. All that stuff. Oh, All that stuff. Yeah. I love I loved it. And I love the transition that I was able to connect with when you guys started getting into it. I was like, it was actually natural. It wasn't mm -hmm. a it wasn't a pain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I hear some of my other friends, they're like, I gotta drag my girls to this. they're dragging me to this thing. Right. I'm like, let's go. Right. It is a it's fun to dance to. It's right. fun to sing to. Yeah, I mean we, yeah. I mean, yeah. we would beat. listen to Take Me Home in the Car. Yeah. And I, everybody's singing like they lost their mind. It's it's literally released. It's yeah. They're just musicians. Cathartic. Like, don't be mad. Catharsis. And 
it was I don't even know what who is like that that for the kids but right now. Today, but you but do, I don't know if I would rag on it on a media. But you would do look. the same thing with music from my era. Remember, I used to uh, I used to play Parliament Funkadelic. Yes. So yeah, like what? Wait, what are you saying? Like I would just like pick up on it. Well, you it was uh, one song that you uh, that you attached yourself to. What are you talking about, Doctor Funkenstein? Yeah, we love to Funkus, funk. Funkenstein, your funk is the best. Take my body and, and give it mine to funk with the rest. Kiss me on my ego. Yes, see, yeah, I that thing. You played that once when you when when you drove me to school one time, and uh -huh. I put it on my little iPod Nano, and this is like in third grade, and I learned every word. I don't yeah. know them anymore, but in the third grade, but I was really obsessed with that song for some reason. Like, I mean, I, was I like, loved all the eighty, all you and mommy's eighty stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. I, they were good songs, and then right. you yeah. and mommy would be like, "How you know this song?" I'm like, "Y'all, I'm like, you are playing it you, for us." And you, right. you you right. listen to it, and you look like you're having the time of your life listening to it. And you're, and I so was. we're like, "Oh, this is a good song." And sometimes you would tell us the story of when the song came out and you'd be like remember when you'd be doing this on the dance floor <laughs> yeah like and I, we're like we want we like it yeah we can see it like um 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 seven 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 nine three eleven there's just a lot of history like i want to do a deep dive on the 80s because mm -hmm. i feel like a like like geek culture yeah really started with like star trek i think mm -hmm. like because that was for the first, you no 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 for everybody oh, like is that yeah. the 50s yeah. it was the 60s it and when was, did when did marvel when did marvel i mean come marvel out? started having yeah, their first ones that. in like the 40s yeah, they, but yeah. the marvel boom all of the all of the characters that we know and love from marvel other than captain america came in the 60s yeah like 60s i feel like geek culture started in the 60s Hold with on. like star trek the original series marvel comics yeah and you always you you already had like uh spider-man superman and all that kind of stuff but nobody was really flipping out. Yeah. Like they weren't geeking out uh, like that. I don't and think. Spider-Man Spider was invented in uh, 1962. I'm pretty Wait, sure. I right. have, sorry. Um, Captain America, the comic. Mm -hmm. Started in the 40s. Came out in the 40s. Right. During World War II. He, During, was, right. he was a World War II comic book. Yeah. He was He was. He propaganda. was like propaganda. Yeah. yeah. For patriotism. Marvel started in the 30s. I'm having, but it wasn't like booming like until the 60s. What? What's your I didn't realize time? that it. I thought uh, it's really true. Like he Come is on. the first Avenger. I did it out. I didn't realize <laughs> that on. he was he he was the he was created in the 40s. Like yes. I thought that maybe it was the 60s. It was like a no. Greece thing where it was like something in May in the 80s. I was based in the 60s. No. It, so that is exact propaganda, and that's insane. And then in the movie, they they're making comics so. of him back in America as propaganda, right. but it's like he's on the front lines, and it's like this right. is what Steve Rogers is doing over there. Right? Wait, fighting Nazis. Did the children in the forties think that he was real? Do you I'm think? I'm sure they I'm did. Pretty sure they they, I'm sure yeah, they did, they like Santa have. Claus and, and uh, the Lone Ranger. And when I started getting into Marvel in 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 see, uh, what was that? Oh God. What was that? Sophomore <laughs> year in 2012, I started reading all these comics and asking you, Father, right, what's the going on? Like, right. so what happened? So what did you think when you read this in the 80s? How did you read comics? What were you reading? And so you you were there when Black Panther was uh, yeah. created was yes. invented yes. in the 70s. Oh! Yes, yes, that was my second comic book that I that I ever bought my first comic book was Conan the Barbarian and so for a long time Conan if I if you didn't see me with Conan you saw me with Black Panther 
If you didn't see me with Black Panther, you saw me with Cobra. And what, what, did you, what days were you getting comics? Was it Fridays or Wednesdays? It was usually uh, either Thursdays or Fridays or Saturdays towards the end of the uh, of the week. Mm-hmm. Chuck and I would go over there and, up and make our pilgrimage on our bikes to Memphis Comics and come on back and make those peanut butter and banana, uh, not banana, but they peanut are, butter and uh, jelly sandwiches. You're literally the friend group from Stranger Things. Yeah. Because didn't you play Dungeons and Dragons too? We played Dungeons and Dragons for a little (laughs) while and Chuck was a little bit uh, twisted and we kind of... You get in fights? No. He just would come up with these scenarios that would freaking scare the hell out of me. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That's funny. And uh, I kind of like Backed away from it because <laughs> chill. I I remember the last the last uh, <laughs> thing that I remember of Dungeons and Dragons. I was I wound up impaled on a horse from a, uh, uh, uh-uh. a cross, uh, an arrow from a a longbow, uh-huh. and it went through me and the horse, and I'm just stuck there bleeding out. And I'm like, how did I get here? Oh, oh no! <laughs> so what did, yeah. did it turn to like demonic? I, I, we didn't give it that chance. Okay, mm, okay. Chance. Because um, Stranger Things is very demonic. Yeah. Right. I mean, and it might be just a little bit too demonic for Southern Christians. That's true. Well, you know what? We as uh, kids, we never really thought like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was coming from out of the inner city. Uh, er, in urban areas, we weren't talking about worshiping the devil. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, that came from, you know, like the the... Rural areas, uh, evangelicals, oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Because we knew how to balance mm. mm-hmm. what we like is like this music, especially with uh, blues and and uh, rock and roll and all that kind of stuff. Now our parents, mm-hmm. that was another thing. Um, they grew up in the era where blues was the devil's music. Oh right. no! Well, that's 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 yeah. literally what blues that the, yeah. the origin story kind of is. Right, but they had tamped all that down by the time we were kids, and you know we just listened to the blues. That's very and sh- we like, listened to the gospel, and we didn't make any. We didn't make any. It's, big I mean, it's just really shame. crazy. Well, yeah, because it's crazy because the blues they're literally it's it's black people singing about the, the conditions they're living in, and, and blues then, ain't nothing but a good man feeling down that is it right and why wouldn't he if, yeah. if this is an andre miller original if you're watching on youtube it's actually a print of an original now yes it's a print of an original but, but it's his, about the blues it's from it's his robert blues. johnson who is an uh, his robert johnson series who yeah. is an honorable mention on his, his right, 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 right it's only an honorable, honorable mention because it didn't help me develop when we're talking about my oh. fandoms in in my youth. Oh, okay. Right, right. right. Yeah. Because you, I feel like there's there's fandoms from when you're a baby mm-hmm. and then like your adolescent, the most important developmental years and then like stuff that you're obsessed with now because mm-hmm. we are all adult. Right. right. Easy Reader girls. was my first fandom. And I, w- who? Easy Reader is Morgan Freeman. Easy Reader, that's my name. What's it? Reading letters. Is that, is that a? That's my game. Is this a show? Is this an album? He was on an electric company, and he was easy reader. What? Morgan Freeman. Morgan an Freeman. electric company yeah. was, he was in a coolest, band. He was the coolest guy that we watched. Was he in a band? None. What did he look like as a young on? man? Okay, all I can remember is he was in <laughs> a jeans. Him. He would wear he these jeans the suits. He'd have this uh, fire ass goatee. And he would wear shades, and he had this big afro. And every time he would come on 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 the uh, um, camera, he would 
be he he would be attempting to make reading cool for young inner city kids. I love and this. his name was Easy Reader. Okay. Cute. Okay. The just the other day, Amber said that our first fandom was hooked on phonics. Oh yeah. yeah. Because yeah. we were hooked on, on phonics. phonics. Yes. We were trying to get yeah. trying to, to be able to read. Yeah. It was very fun. Yeah. And that's what made yeah. us obsessed. It was yeah. like get us to the orange box. Right. 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 Upgrade right. the reading. But yes. that was that was that was who Morgan Freeman was. He was uh he was easy reader. But um Going back to... And that's why you love reading. That's exactly why I love reading is because of Morgan Freeman. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did you like Lord of the Rings? We've talked... Have we talked about this? I love Lord of the Rings. You love Lord yeah. of the Rings. Anything I love Lord of the Lord, Rings. Lord of the Rings and the Hobbits and all that kind of stuff. I love that. They didn't make my top five. Uh-huh. They, mm-hmm. they are among the honorable mentions. Speaking of adult obsessions and mm-hmm. origins and stuff... Mm-hmm. We're going to ask you the question. Now, remember, fangirl is gender neutral. Mm-hmm. And we're going to ask this question. Daddy? Yes? How is being a fangirl central to your identity? All right. So, being that fangirl is gender neutral, mm-hmm. and me understanding that it is gender neutral, uh, being a fangirl uh, actually gives me a foundation to like a touchstone to understand who I am as a person mm. because I get wrapped up into things and I get so passionate about things. And then sometimes those, th- those things kind of taper off, but then they're, they come back and then some, some things are really, really stable. And I, I treat life like that sometimes. Mm. And so it, it helps me understand the passions of of who I am. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And 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 sometimes it like it can be so chaotic. It's like, why am I acting this way about that? Now I know that was messed up, but who gives a damn? Cause mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm who I am. And You're I'm, human. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. human. You know and that type of thing. And growing up um, in in the the um, the Baptist faith, mm-hmm. um, you were always made very aware of not embarrassing your tribe, your group. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I remember or uh Reverend Orris Mays would always tell us, uh, you don't you don't go out and embarrass us. Mm-hmm. And uh we tried our best to not do that. Mm. And when we did do it, well, I as I'm just gonna speak for me. Mm-hmm. When I did do it, I actually felt the I guess it was shame, but it was uh, the the feeling of failing to uphold a certain standard mm. and knowing that I was going to hear it from first my mom, mm-hmm. second my aunt, mm-hmm. third my uncle, mm-hmm. fourth my my grandmother or some deacon at the church, and then finally Reverend Mays. And Reverend Mays was that constant um, male figure mm-hmm. that we looked up to. I had nothing but respect for the man. Mm-hmm. And even though I uh, left the Baptist uh, faith, mm-hmm. I had respect for him as a man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I always will. Um, and so uh, he, he raised me. So mm-hmm. I had- but it's really, it sounds like you are a very passionate person. I am. And I am. so that is, and you're an artist. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that you have to have that passion mm-hmm. to be an artist. If you are an, any artist, I don't care whether it's a visual 
musical, um, any type of artist. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, why are you doing it? Right. Yeah. Um, I remember um, one of my one of my fraternity brothers and mentors, Frank D. Robinson. Um, shout out to Frank D. Shout out A5. Frank D. Um, he told me one time, you know, Andre, create or die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that hit me in the right here. And I was like, you know what? Oh, my God. That's real. Yeah. I mean, somebody asked. I remember people would ask me constantly why I'm going to L.A. and why I'm like going to do the Isn't the industry in the entertainment industry so hard? <laughs> and I would be like, well, yeah, but like. I this wouldn't be doing it unless yeah. I had to. Yeah. Right, right, like, right. like there's something that you have to do. There's like, no other yeah. reality I could see myself in. Like, like in high school, I was like, how am I going to do this professionally or in around the sphere of it, like entertainment, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I cannot, I cannot do science or math. I, like I can do it. Like I really like right. math class. That's uh, the thing. But like I cannot be. A, I don't want to learn to be a doctor. That's, that's I don't want to learn to yeah. be any type of dentist or 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 lawyer or anything. Like kudos to everyone who does. That's I don't about, want to. Do that's it. the thing about both of you. Uh, your mother and I never pushed you to be something like a doctor or a lawyer or whatever mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. We just pushed you to find what it is that you enjoyed and make that make your way in life. Yes. You guys were heavy on ambition. As young people, we didn't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. We were always told to get a nine to five, mm-hmm. get that pension, you know, work for 30 years for a company and get that pension. Like follow the template of yeah, life. Fo- follow that template of the baby boomers. Yeah. And so... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. When we decided to, what we were going to pour into you guys, it was like, follow your passion. Well, you were just like, when there's a will, there's a way. We yeah. were like, yeah. that we want to go. We want to go to San Diego Comic Con, and y'all were like, shoot, we do we too. Do. Try. <laughs> yeah, like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like both of you were just as excited to yeah. go as yes. us yeah. for different fandoms. Like, yeah, because you had tapped into one of the most wonderful days of my life. I keep telling people this. I tell anybody who will listen. The most wonderful day in my life was when I was laying in bed, sleep, <laughs> and Amanda came into the uh, the bedroom and she said, "Daddy, could you get dressed? Amber and I want to go to the comic book store." Oh my That's goodness! That's the first time you asked me this, <laughs> oh my and goodness. I was like, "What? What? What?" Oh my goodness! And you said, "I want. Would you take Amber and I to the uh, uh, to the to the comic book store?" And I was like, "Will I?" I'm Watch realized. how fast I get dressed. Yeah. yeah, and I was talking to you about this the other day on the phone. Like, it's a shame that um, marketing people mm-hmm. will only market certain things to boys and girls. Right. Because mm-hmm. I have said before on this podcast that I didn't like boy things and mm-hmm. air quotes for the longest time until I was like old enough to seek it out for myself. Right. Like yeah. It wasn't something that was placed on me. Right. You didn't make us watch Star nope. Wars. You no. didn't make nope. us watch Lord of the Rings. But like we nope. were just we were just okay so we'll watch the Disney movies and we'll watch Disney Channel because that's what is marketed to girls mm-hmm. and right. Barbies right. and stuff. Yeah. But then once we like got to the internet and 
found I found like all the boy stuff and mm-hmm. found Marvel. I was like, mm-hmm. well, hold on a minute. This is interesting. I, this is cool, and I kind of like this. Yeah. yeah, Father, are you? Do you know anything about this? Yes. And you're like, yes, I know yes, everything I about this. Actually, everything. <laughs> yeah, I remember well, that comic I'm glad book you trip. Asked. You, you, you like walked in and you led us to the section, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you were like, now this is a good place to start. And you like really like told Amanda how to like yeah. what 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 was what. Mm-hmm. And I was back when you guys, when I let you guys go, I went back up to the front of the store and the guy said, hey, how you doing? I'm saying, this is the greatest day of my life. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> he was probably so happy too. Yeah. Because I, we kept going back to that one. There were only that, like yeah. two comic book like stores in Memphis the one that I and they were all to, so far uh, away. Yeah. The one that I used to at close, used to go to, uh, Chuck and I, it had closed mm. down by that time. What I will say also is when you were talking about how being a fangirl like showed how you're like, how you were in life mm-hmm. just in general in general yeah that's how that's kind of how i started to see it too like i yeah. i started to like connect it to, to like how i acted in like friendships and relationships right. like right fam- like i was like oh mm-hmm. i'm a bit explosive sometimes yeah, or like, like yeah mm-hmm. like or like mm, uh, chaotic like, chaotic yeah. mm-hmm. and it just kind of like taught me you know yeah how to I, like step back and, and I would see be a situation the, yeah, i'd be that guy that was uh, starting stuff, writing checks with my butt that I couldn't cash, and Tony would be the guy <laughs> that ca- would be the one winding up cashing them. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you know, and you know, I, I could cash some of my own, but Tony was Tony's his Tony older brother. Mm-hmm. Tony is my uh, older brother, and um, A. Lloyd Miller, the uh, A. Lloyd Miller Senior, he's that dude. Mm-hmm. He's that dude, uh, mm-hmm. especially when he was younger. Um, I can remember that, that guy. Um, and this is not talking about fighting, but he carried me home on his back from the library, uh, the <laughs> Cherokee Library, all the way home over on on uh, Bradley, and Why? never complained once because my legs was were I was smaller than he was, and my legs had started hurting, oh. and he had my backpack, his backpack, and me on his back, and he carried me home How and old did were not. I think I was in maybe either the third or fourth oh grade. Oh my gosh! And Tony didn't put me down. He did not put me down until was, oh. we got in sight of our house. And he, and he asked me first. He said, "Are you gonna? Are you think you're gonna be able to make it?" I said, "Yeah." And I'm telling you, that stuck in my mind. It sticks in my mind oh. to this day that that dude. <laughs> Is that dude? Oh my goodness! You understand? That's so cute because you guys were so little. Yeah, yeah. But see, Amber's Tony gonna was start chunky. crying again. Tony was chunky. Yeah, but he was little. Yeah, he was in the fifth. But he was little. Grade. He was a baby. Yeah, so he's a little you. chunky, round faced dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Amber, you're gonna blow out these mics. <laughs> That is yeah. the cutest thing. It is. Well, Tony. Was, was Tony into Star Wars too or no? No. no. Hell no. Tony. So see, that's crazy because yeah, Tony, me and Amber Tony, always had like somebody we, else, at least, even if we weren't in the same fandom, we always had somebody right. else at least that's that was right. crazy. Listen, oh my Tony, Tony um, um, is a Capricorn. And what he does is he holds enough stuff in his head <laughs> that he can uh, give, uh, you know, give attention to. Mm-hmm. And anything that is is just you know, frivolous, mm-hmm. that shit seeps out at the bottom and he is never, I asked Tony one time about a person that he and I knew and I knew he was going to, every single time that I, he's like, I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the 
listen, Andre, Andre, listen to me. I don't know who you talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, but I remember so vividly. Oh my god! But my brother, he he's he's a he's way more opposite than I am. You know, mm-hmm. I hold on to stuff. I I'm very passionate about things uh, to the point of being, you know, kind of chaotic. And he is very analytical. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So let's play a, it's kind of a game, but it's just a little bit of a sweet thing. Fun. Everybody name their favorite fandom moment as a family. Okay. My number one fandom moment with Amber was when she, uh, we were at a concert. I don't know whether it was One Direction, Justin Bieber, or uh, Five Sauce. I, don't I know think which it was the it was. Jonas Brothers. It's Jonas Brothers. But I think I or said in a previous podcast that it was Justin right, Bieber. Right, right. I heard you mention it in the previous podcast. Yeah. But that was my most favorite moment is when you let out this pre-mortal scream. It was long. It was sustained. And I something told me to look over to my left. Oh, my gosh. And I saw this little body just <laughs> oh my gosh. trying to hold on. It was 2009. And I saw you going down, and I caught you. And you. it, it was like the scream kind of trailed off. <laughs> it trailed off. I was like, oh she literally passed out. Oh my Are God. you sure this wasn't the Justin Bieber concert in 2000? No, it was just Jones Brothers just Jones because Brothers. he wasn't at the Justin Bieber. I realized that after. Right. Oh. I didn't go and it was when they were coming. It was when they were coming out. Right. When they right. were rising. That was too much because I have it on video. I have me videotaping the digital camera uh-huh. and they, on the paranoid Lines, Vines, and Trying Times <sighs> tour, whatever this, that one was it called. Was. They were coming up from yep. the stage, and the camera is shaking. You can't even yeah. see it, and I'm screaming the most scream. I, I sound deranged. I, right. I, that, I, yeah. That was I, the I, most I chaotic. Maybe all of us did. That was a really chaotic. We had our ne- section where we were sitting. It was kind of close. We were kind of out. And it was yeah. like, there's the Jonas yeah. Brothers. Yeah. The three of them. Ooh, they're yeah. right there. They yeah, were my we dream last night. So, yeah. They were my dream last night. Um... Daddy, you were in my dream last night with the Jonas Brothers. You were trying to mimic Kevin. And so you were like, which which part does he sing? And they were standing in front of us. And I was like, Kevin actually doesn't sing. Oh my he God. just plays the guitar. And we looked at Kevin and he was like, yeah, I'm just on the guitar. He had a guitar. And then he gave you his guitar and you played. Oh, oh wow. my goodness. Isn't wow. that crazy? That's cute. That's crazy. Um, okay, Drew from well, Degrassi about, was in my dream last night. What about me? Okay, so you, <laughs> your my favorite fandom moment for you was when we went to New York City and you oh 
just doggedly uh, found where uh, Lin-Manuel. Miranda. Miranda. Yeah. I mean, you were on a freaking mission. I was trying to get to the heights. I will say. (laughs) Yeah. I cannot believe that you were like, it's in the song. In Washington Heights. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Sing it. Sing it. Um, okay, hold on. Sing the instructions. You must take the A train. Brown aren't even farther than Harlem to northern Manhattan and maintain. Get off at 181st and take the escalator. I hope you're writing this down. I'm, I'm going to test you later. <laughs> yes. And and that's what we did. Oh, Lord yeah. Jesus. We yeah. got off at 181st and took yeah. the escalator. And we got believe that. We got off right there and we went over there to that house. It was the Hamilton house. Slash Washington Heights. It was named yeah, it was after, Morris like, Jamel. Yeah, it was named after, at first it was named after uh, George Washington. Didn't he live there once? I think he lived there, and then Alexander Hamilton yeah. did live there for yeah, a while. Right, right. And so we, th- that was like a premier moment sticking out in my mind. Because we got to talk to him and he, when he well, was- Well, I saw him first. Yeah. Because I wanted to actually kind of head him off to kind of warn him about you. Daddy. What? I, I didn't want him. I didn't want him to think. Did you that talk you, to him before? I did you? No. Okay. Because listen. Oh my god. Listen, okay. Listen. <laughs> listen. I was about to, and your mother made a beeline and she gave me that face. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> mommy. Mommy said, "Don't, don't. shut up." Mm. And I was like. I was just gonna tell him, you know, no. kinda, I was trying to prep him for the girl. No, you know? and no, she's like, mm. no, daddy. And so I kind of backed off. And yeah, I just, you know, kind of let him. Yeah. Go. yeah, and then we had a group conversation as a family because I was right. like, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna go up to him by myself. And see, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to let him know that. What were you, you gonna were, say? He, tell us the pitch that gonna, you were gonna give. The pitch that I was gonna give him was, uh, look, I have a daughter who is crazy that's about not your, that. I was, I was going, she's crazy about your work and How listen, listen, crazy. crazy listen crazy about, about your, your work. work and then and then <laughs> you guys didn't let me finish no continue, continue. It's just funny. so uh, I was going to tell him how passionate you were about his work and I said but she's a little shy uh-huh. and she may not you come know, up to you you'll come up to you and I'm I was going to let her I was trying to make way so that I could introduce you to right. Him. Yeah, I didn't know whether make he was way, with. Make I, way. I saw him with an uh, older gentleman, which was his father, <gasps> and I didn't know whether his father. What? I didn't know. <laughs> whether, was I there, remember right? that he was there. I didn't know whether his father was like a, a an agent or a manager or whatever, and I wanted oh. to smooth the way for you. Oh, and then your mom. I saw your mom because she saw me see him uh-huh. and she was trying to get you guys because you guys was on another because i had right. i actually did see him first but i was right. by myself and so i went inside to find mm-hmm. amber oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's right because i saw you jet she darted in the i mean yard. i was like yeah i saw you i mean it came by. in with them big old right. eyes and she was right. like he's right he's here yeah and so he's here. i was trying here. to you know i was just Can trying I to s- smooth that way okay so that, that that's nice mm-hmm. but then we had a group conversation as a family and it yeah, was that good group conversation was really nice because he was lit yeah we were we had the first ever uh, opportunity to hear. Um, um, mm-hmm. I think it was my shot. My shot. He that was his first time performing. Yeah. Uh, the the first part of my shot because he hadn't gotten all of it together. It was mm-hmm. he, he. That was his first time performing my shot in public, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, 
this we were all blown we were like, away we were like that was really captivating I told, him, I told him i said this that that was something uh-huh. that was great i don't know who you are but dude that's right going to, that's <laughs> Daddy, going to that's go right. over well yeah <laughs> and it did and i was like and i'm here um touring nyu and i might be here in the fall so i can see it on broadway psych i didn't see it on right. broadway no because no, they're like nine thousand dollars no wait i have a question so so so, so that was 2014 this was 2013, 2013 fall yeah. 2013 okay so i i see daddy's like like the the point of what he was trying to do mm-hmm. me too that it was endearing yeah I but was. mother was right to stop you and mm-hmm. i th- i think the reason that she knew to stop you one is because i think i don't know she she was she was around she was around for the um the like a couple more celebrity encounters like Sebastian Stan right, right, like right, right, earlier right. She, and so she was like yeah. it's not it's not even like that intense we we just have to work our way to right it. right right she had she had experience yeah yeah and I and I think yeah. she 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 had been we were in a transition stage where mommy used to speak for us yeah. when we would intro, like meet people and she was, people, trying, to and she was trying to make like yeah. have us transition into being oh, able to right. speak yeah. for yeah. ourselves yep. that's right because we were I was like yep. 17 and I was mm-hmm. like Look, so I, I, I it was very yeah. important to me to tell him that In the Heights was like mm-hmm. very intense yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. last three years of my life, right. it had been like my entire high school yeah. career yeah. at that yeah. point. Um, yeah. So Amanda, Amanda, Amanda was a lot a, a big reason for our fandom experiences as a family because yeah. I was just like, we have to get if it's possible, yeah. we are gonna go. Yeah. It was that we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the Tim yeah. Burton exhibit. Yeah, in New I York. Just, mm-hmm. I was just. We're being dragged along mm-hmm. very, very happily. You by came the way. to yeah. two Invader Cons. I had yep. set up a booth at one of them. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot I about sold, that. Yeah, I saw also, art at one of them. What, the first time we went to Invader Con was the same trip that we went to see in the Heights in Nashville. Exactly. And you had seen in the Heights and you would really liked it. Yeah. Exactly. And so you were able to say that to Lynn right. whenever, like, right, two right. years yeah. later after. Right, right, right. Two, that is a, what? The 2010s. I think you said in the chaotic. first episode that, that there was a lot of. No. You said somebody was crying, and then I was like, there was a lot of crying going on in our oh, house in the chaotic. 2010s. It was and there was. It was there was a lot. Oh, my yep. goodness. Yep. Um, okay, I favorite fandom. Favorite. Oh, okay. Well, this is a series of moments for me, mm-hmm. is when you would dress up. My favorite fandom moment is when you would dress up as Darth Vader and scare us when we had girls yeah. over oh to sleep gosh. over. Because oh it was just so gosh. riveting. Like, yeah. the, the we one, would be in the playroom. And and it was like, always, it was it would always be, gonna happen. We would be the, the lights would be off, and then we would see like a glow yeah. and hear the dark the, the sh- lightsaber, and yeah. we'd be like, "What is that?" Yeah, and it would I be remember the first time it happened. Boys too, yeah. And then we would yeah. scream and run out of the playroom downstairs. Yeah, I remember I the would, first. I would chase you guys. I would no, just you wouldn't. There. You, you would walk just so walk slowly, slowly. Yeah. and it was like. We know who it is. I was trying but to do the effects. It was so scary. Like, <laughs> like the first time it happened to me, it was with um, Wesley and Haley. And we yeah. were having a sleepover, and we yep. were literally just talking. And the lights went out, and we were like, <laughs> "What?" And you waited a second, and then, and then you the did light, it. The, the, and I was the lightsaber said, "It is." It was the coolest. It was just like we were in our own little movie. Yeah. Like I yeah. knew that it was you. Yeah. Like our friends the probably friends knew, knew, but they were like, this, what's, "What's it was going on in this family?" Shock. Right, right. I knew they went home and said, "Those people are, are ridiculous." Crazy. But they kept wanting to come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was one little girl that wanted to go home. Get me. She was crying. Out of here. <laughs> I think she brought. She probably did that at one of our joint par- parties. Yeah. 
Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was the joint party, and she was like, "How I chaotic!" Go We're gonna have to talk that about that. Joint that, party. that joint party was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, neither of us liked it. No, but t- it was times were hard. <laughs> And they we, said we can only go to pumping up one, pump, pump, one time pump this it up year. once, girls. Wow. We're gonna have Man. we can't pay to go to pump it up twice. Man, <laughs> so we're having you the birthday party in May. That was, that was work. That's that my <laughs> granddaddy's. That was some wet. Oh my god. Okay, Amber, what's yours? Um, any day now. <laughs> Daddy took us to see Avatar: the Last, the Last Airbender movie. Do you remember that? Mm. Vaguely, but and we I were didn't all like so excited movie. and so disappointed when we left. Yeah, we walked out of there like. Mm-mm. Um, <laughs> my favorite fandom moment as a family. I don't have to be in it. Maybe just with daddy. Talk about how daddy likes oh. Zane. Okay. Well, I That's was going to say, it. well, okay. Yeah. I, what were you going to say? I was going to say that I really liked the first time us as a family wrote the forbidden journey at the Harry Potter. Oh, that, world. that was oh a good god. one. That was that really was a fun. good one. Oh my god. Um, that was really intense. But all I'm, of us were scared. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah that dragon. That's oh, a good photo. We should, our photo. We, we should I'll find put the photo, photo yeah. up. Yeah. Um, it's no. a crazy photo. Yeah. I thought I was getting ready to get cool. I was yeah. screaming like I, I, I was not like, gonna get sc- it away. I literally was like had spiders and Yeah, the mentors. It was so good. Like, we couldn't move. I was just kicking my legs. And like, you know, I don't do roller coasters uh-uh. right now. And I'm no. like, and it said, York, yeah. and it said, the dragon said, Man, I was like, yeah, and oh, then at the end, no. Harry, Harry's just like, thanks for your help, guys. And we're, we're all like, like no, uh-huh. I'm going to see you. Uh-huh. I'm going to see said, you down on the ground. Jay. I said, when we were in that, uh, in the, uh, the bumping, whopping oh. willow, I said, where are you, Harry? Man. Why did you leave us? Uh, right. Man, he literally the Dementors, I was chilling that was to my so bone. And if you remember, <laughs> if you remember correctly after that, I had to sit the I'm, hell down. Yes. Yeah, you said I'm gonna go. Wow. You said I'm, I'm never getting on that ride again. And yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> the very next time we went. Oh, because, because it's I good. Had, I, I took some Dramamine and. Uh, oh, you had, had that, that that bracelet, yeah. the motion yeah. sickness bracelet. Yeah, but that is a good man, ride. That first time, Jack, yeah, I was done for. That was good. But yeah. as we as we mention Harry Potter, we have to mention that we don't support J.K. Rowling. No, and I do not give any more money to that franchise. Woman is a turf. Nor money. Normone is already on DVD. Um, um. But then, yeah, the other thing I was going to say was, yeah, the Harry Potter ride. And then for us, I, 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 I made all of the members of, of my family pick a One Direction favorite member. I don't know who Mommy's is. I don't I think, think I, she said Liam. I was yeah. about to say, I think she said Liam. And I think I that mean, she, she just took him Liam. because he was. No, I think she, she said, to. I think she liked his voice and really? that he could dance. Oh, okay. She loves Justin Timberlake. <sighs> that, that makes sense. <laughs> That makes sense. Okay, but, but Daddy's yeah. was Zane. Yeah. And that Zane was an artist and like also was really obsessed with comic books. And right. I thought that was really aligned. And he's an R and B. He's a yeah, R and B. He's a really good too. singer. That makes sense. Um both of their favorites I've make been sense. Really yeah. Trying, baby. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. He had that feel. He had that yeah, and, he, and, that and soul. Calm down. People in my generation, I did not say he was Marvin Gaye, just calm, just calm no one your horse. No one said that. I said he had the feel of He that. had the he feel. He had an old soul. Right. He has a soul. He has a, a voice on him. Yeah. But also, I really- People I, can be idiots sometimes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I remember when we listened to She's Not Afraid in the car and blasted it, and yeah. like we're getting looks from, yeah. from other yeah. cars. Well, look 
at us now. Look at us now. Keeping I also it. I also want to want to just close my own favorite out by saying that daddy you never judged me for any of my fandoms. Like I always nope, felt like I right. could be nope. I could be uh, that's why I'm wearing my Invader Zim shirt today because right. I thought Invader Zim was so weird and the convention mm-hmm. was even weirder. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, at least Andre Miller mm-hmm. is w- weird as or weirder than me. Yep. And nothing I can do will get any judgment from him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Daddy was always on board. I, there, was, there was no judgment coming from me or your mother mm-hmm. uh, because we were firm in, in, in the belief that what makes you happy as long as you're not harming anybody else as long as you are happy and you are a productive citizen uh in 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 your community have at it yep Mm -hmm. have at it Mm -hmm. and we this all of this shaming people for what they love is just ridiculous to me it's Mm -hmm. something foreign to me um Mm -hmm. is is probably had a little bit of it when i was younger because that's the way we were brought up Mm -hmm. yes but shaming people for what they love and who they love is is something totally foreign to me mm-hmm. right now, and that's uh, right during the during my uh, my uh, twilight years. Daddy. Well, Daddy, yeah, thank you for being here today. We love can, you. Um, can, what, I, can I? What are your? Yes, yes, let's plug everything. What are your plugs? Okay, tell us what you got to share. All right, so uh, a couple of years back, I was commissioned to do a tea box for my cup of tea and they named the uh the um brand or the flavor sipping soul or sipping soul and i did a i did the design on the box yes we'll put the so it put me on the back we'll put it on the post if you're watching youtube if you're watching this on youtube you'll be able to see it. yeah we'll put it up they'll put that picture Sweet daddy one. And where can they find you online? They can find me at artbyandrelmiller.com. That's my website. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can also uh, see me on Instagram, uh, over there on Instagram. I'm doing my Robert Johnson series now. Um, it's about a blues, the Delta Blues man, and I'm retelling his story uh, through my eyes and the eyes of the research, the research that I've done. Um, with his uh, stepsister and those people who loved him uh, and it's not what you think it is uh, so I en- I encourage you to just stop by and see what I got check it on. out check and it check out, out yeah. more of his art I'll put up some of it on yeah. the visuals but if you are not on the YouTube I will also drop all of these links yeah. in yeah the my Instagram is art by Andre Miller mm-hmm. underscore zero six yeah Yes. And if you're listening to this what on the day that it comes out, uh, Disney Vortex is tonight. Tonight! Tonight! So come down, on down to the Elysian Theater yep. at 10 p.m. in Los Angeles Check to out see the Disney Vortex. Uh, he he will be in it. Andre yes, Miller will. will be there. Uh, come see us as a family. Yep. Our mom, Veronica Cherry, will also be there. Check out her episode. It came out a Mother's Day weekend. Um, and today is Father's Day weekend, uh, up obviously. Yes. So be, be sure to follow us at fangirl.central. And as we always say, keep, keep it chaotic. chaotic. Yeah.
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.